Hi guys and welcome to Hashtag No Filter. If you are here listening to this, then I am so grateful for you taking a little smidge out of your day just to listen to me ramble on about goodness knows what. So I really appreciate that and thank you. This is my first ever podcast and I'm really excited by it. I've wanted to have my own podcast ever since I became a journalist, which has been quite some time now. And I have also been fangirling over Dolly Alderton and Panzer Sykes as the high low for as long as I can remember. And I'm being a real fangirl right now, but <laughs> I really hope you enjoy this. Now, for those that don't know, hashtag no filter is just a way of me highlighting some of the really interesting, unique and candid chats I've had with some really, really interesting individuals. And it's just about candid chats in coffee shops. It's about no fancy filters, no fancy sound effects, no fancy editing. I'm just trying to give you a podcast that really strips it down and really gets you to delve into what it is that makes an influencer an influencer. Because Instagram, I mean, love it or hate it, it has been a Marmite-like thing that has taken over our world as we know it. It's a millennial platform that has us firing up our apps every morning to see what Kylie Jenner's lips are looking like, to see if there's a new Zara dress trend, you know, to see who the Love Islanders are dating. It's 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 addictive and it's it's a very positive thing, but it's also a very negative thing for a lot of people. So it's good for me to just kind of stand neutral for these uh, for these podcasts and let you listen and make your own decisions. So so do let me know what you think and get in touch my um website url is going to be below sundaysaquarium.com as well as my email address and all of the um people that i chat to will also be down there too so you can find them my first um interviewee is a fantastic girl called natalie she is a uk influencer based in london and she's got such an incredible aesthetic that spans across her two instagram channels one personal and one for her business which is as a wedding photographer natalie has traveled the world from influencing and she's bloody amazing if you don't mind me saying she's a total ray of sunshine she's so fun to chat to and she's been really insightful in it's just the world of Instagram that we're all kind of intrigued by. How do they write such witty captions? How on earth do they come up with these amazing aesthetics and stick with them? And it's just been a great way to find out more. So do zone in, do listen to my chat with Natalie. We met up in a, a cute little coffee shop in Leicester Square. We whiled away the hours on a Sunday afternoon in August chatting about all things Insta and how Natalie's cut her teeth in this, in this growing environment. So enjoy it, listen to it, grab a tea, grab a biscuit, dunk it in and listen to hashtag no filter. And again, thank you so much. nothing out of a university course. I feel like university is very important for people who are like lawyers, um, you know, doctors, people like that. But music, unless
unless you go to a really good school. It's really hard to find good Yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, I got like a really good um, like mark at the end and everything, but I'm kind of just like I'm glad that I was able to do my full time job, my full time business already, you know, within it. Uh, so yeah, so I was doing that, and it was my last year of uni when I was um, I was full time and everything. I was shooting a lot of weddings, editing, and then like you know going to uni as well. So that was pretty crazy. And what's the turnover time for an edit, like on a wedding? I yeah, it depends. But is it? It does depend. Normally, I tell them um, I get it in around a month. It is in my contract up to eight weeks, but that's to cover me in case it's like so busy, you know. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much kind of how it goes, really. Um, but at the time, it was good because I was only shooting like one thing a week, so I was able to like edit and stuff. And now it's just so busy. How much is it picked up? Is it just ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah. So busy. I've had to outsource some of my editing. I actually started out. The only thing I'd ever seen before was like bright, airy kind of wedding photos, right? Um, and that's how I edited my first wedding. And then I found this is like so. Um, my husband's sister's wedding was two months before our wedding, and I remember finding this girl one week before our wedding. Her name's India Earl. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's very famous on Instagram. Um, she was a wedding photographer. And I found her images, and I was like, I have never seen anything so beautiful. Um, and that's kind of how I started, because I was like, hers was more of a moody, kind of um, boho kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. And But it, she captured emotions in a way that I'd never seen anybody else capture. Like yeah, yeah, super candid. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then I kind of started there and started, mod like, you know, um, kind of trying to find out how to edit. I went through a few different. Um, presets and stuff and then eventually landed on how I like it looking now um, so so yeah so that's kind of how it got there I was inspired by somebody else and then uh, and it just kind of made it my own thing you know so yeah because you're your wedding do you look back at it now and would you change anything everything <laughs> no we got married in Bournemouth I wouldn't Changed everything. That was a bit of an yeah. exaggeration. But there but are bits like that everyone looks back at a wedding and yeah. they're just like, oh my god, why did I do that? Why did I do this? Yeah, yeah exactly. I would have. So my dream was to get married outside, yeah. but my parents were kind of like, oh no, you should do it in the church. It's really beautiful. And I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know what the weather's gonna be like. And had I gone back, I would have done it at the beach like I had dreamed of doing. You know, um, all these different little things. But at the end of the day, like as like. I do wedding photography. I'm going to find so many different styles that I'm going to love. I try to update my Insta stories all the time so that people can kind of get to know me on a personal level. And then on my feed, I keep it obviously just my favorite wedding photos. Um, I always only market the ones that I love. I don't ever post any that I don't love because um, I want to attract more of the couples that, you know, kind of align with what I shoot, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I use it. I use it as a, as a kind of just like not a highlight reel but as kind of a highlight reel of my work so on my contact form I actually have so many different questions that kind of also helps me to find out whether like we're gonna fit each other so it's like stuff like tell me all about you two how did you get engaged stuff like that and um, through that I can find
find out whether we're going to be right for each other, if I'm going to be the best. Generally, people who come to me are kind of my style anyway. It's only very, very rarely that I won't have somebody that, you know, because there, there are some people that you just don't click with. I want to be their friend, and I just happen to have a camera around my neck, you know? And if it's different, if I can't click with them, then to me it's an experience. I want to add to their day. I want it to, like, because if I'm going to be around them all day, they might as well like me. Yeah, it's, it's good to kind of find out how much, like, how well are we going to mesh? Because there's going to be the couples, you know, where you, you mesh fine, everything's good, but then there's those other couples that you're just like, yes, I freaking love you so much. Exactly, yeah. I just got back from Italy, um, which is good. Um, my favorites, I did I Beat the last year. That was really amazing. That was just for an engagement shoot, and that was so much fun. Um, and I'm going to Chile this year, so that's the most exciting. There's actually been a place on my bucket list to, there's a hotel, it's called the Magic Mountain um, in Chile. Uh, it's called the Magic Mountain. It is like, I'll, I'll show you a photo. These, these people probably won't be able to see these, this photo, but, um, but it's like basically like a mountain, and on your, um, like, the wind, like, you stay inside the mountain, and it's got a waterfall trickling down. It is, and it's so funny, because I put this on my list of places to go before I hadn't been booked for Chile, because I was like, when the heck am I ever going to go to Chile? But when they booked me, I was like, all right, I'm going here. Any bookings for 2022, currently? Um, but normally, it was always like a year, max a year and a half in advance. Now people are booking in over two years in advance, which is, it's kind of insane in my mind, though, because I'm kind of like, two years? That's a long time. Yeah. It's, it's quite cool. It's nice, though, because there are those last-minute bookings as well. Um, you know, generally, I end up getting booked anywhere between six months to a year in advance. It's kind of the normal. Um, so, yeah, so it's nice. It's nice to it's nice to have my husband around. I do actually do commercial stuff as well. Um, I shoot for these girls called Early Hours. They are amazing. They do a lot of installations, like the Ivy Chelsea Garden. You know, the, the yes, gigantic. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I shoot for them. All the like all the things that they do, and I love that. But um, but in the like long term future, I don't necessarily have a plan. I don't think I would want to do weddings forever. Um, Nathan does stocks. That's his thing. So um, essentially, what I would love is that his stocks have taken off enough that I can handpick the weddings that I want to do, you know? Because sometimes you have to do weddings that you might not be in love with or anything like that. But um, but if I, because like India Earl, my, you know, my like fave photographer ever, she uh, she only does like seven weddings a year. And I'm like very exclusive. So that's where I would kind of head towards the, the exclusivity, that kind of thing. I also have a shop from like through my blog as well. I sell prints, I sell presets. I would love to kind of carry on with that um, and just kind of build that side of things as well. Um, yeah, so there, and I feel like with the blog side of things, I would like to take on um, some brands in the future that I would really like. Disney is definitely like my dream.
already um, but I do still like pick and choose which ones and then if it was my full-time job you'd probably have to kind of take like you would obviously you wouldn't obviously take anything that you didn't like at all but you'd maybe compromise a little bit you know exactly exactly so I wouldn't want to do that I want to keep it as authentic as possible um, but yeah but it's it's crazy I, it's, it's amazing I would say it's hard work but it's it's also like so many people just look at other like influencers lives and they're like oh my gosh their life is perfect they get to do the most fun things ever um, and I don't think it's like that at all I mean I do get some perks and that's really great but like it comes with any job if you put in hard work then you're gonna get at least some perks you know you so you reap what you sow and but I would say I'm, I live just like a normal human being does you know I have those bad days I've had those good days the majority of time it's really funny because it's actually such hard work for me doing Insta stories because half the time I'm just sitting at home editing and, and you know with my hair with no makeup on you're gonna say like you want to put Insta stories up you're like I'm actually not doing anything exactly yeah. you have to really think about what you're gonna put up and stuff like that and actually put hard work into planning that kind of stuff out you know like I'm just like okay I'll take uh, I'll just share a recipe today or something like that I have to think of things outside the box As promised, short and sweet, it was so lovely chatting to Natalie. We were in Mama San's Dirty Ice Cream, a charming little spot for a coffee or even some ice cream when it gets a bit warmer. Um, it's just off Leicester Square and um, it's really Instagrammable too for those who are into that sort of thing. And across the road, a great bubble tea spot. So yeah, highly recommend. I appreciate it was a little bit noisy in there, but um, as I said, candid chats in coffee shops is what this is all about and keeping it short and simple. Um, hopefully covering as many influencers as I can so yeah incredible to chat to Natalie and you can find all her handles to any of her social accounts just uh, below so please 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 do check her out and um, tune in for the next podcast on hashtag new filter which is going to be me chatting to an incredible influencer from the food industry so yeah do listen out and thank you so much